Good adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bonzek, and welcome to episode 37 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with the indie authors that you should be reading. It is Thursday, July 18th, 2019, and today is my numerology follow-up show. And it was completely messed up because the internet uh, kept throwing me offline. I have the worst internet ever. So, um, <laughs> the show is in pieces, and uh, I, um, what I did was I got in touch with the Beck, who uh, did the numerology book. Well, let me back up a little bit. So episode, um, oh gracious, and now I got to look. Uh, my numerology show was episode 29. So I had Emery Uber come on and we talked numerology. It was a great show, very interesting. And my friend Beck and I decided that we were going to do her numerology book and just learn more about it and totally get immersed in it. And uh, we did. Well, you'll find out how much I did in a second. But we did this and then we decided that we would meet back up and we would discuss what we learned. So uh, I get everybody together and we are doing our recording and <laughs> I get bumped off right as uh, right at a spot <laughs> where Emory's talking about a literal death and my computer freezes and I lose the connection. So we actually had a death in the show of my connection to everybody. So I, I'm, they continue chatting without me. They neither one realized that I wasn't there anymore. So anyway, I, I'm texting everybody saying, uh, you guys probably wondering where I am. Nobody noticed, of course. So I finally get back to everybody and I let them know, well, I was kicked offline and we decide to start again. And uh, so there's a break in there. And so when I get back to them, they said, oh my God, this was the best conversation, conversation that we've ever had. And of course, none of it was recorded. So I, uh, about a week later, I got the Beck to uh, chat with me and tell me what they talked about. And so we start out with her telling me what they talked about. And then we jump into the beginning of the interview then after I forget how long it wasn't very long, we lose our we lose I lose them, and then I get them back again, and then we finish our conversation. So uh, if, if you don't mind uh, bearing with us, um, let's get right to it, and um, I will see you after. It sounds like you guys had a really great chat. We did. So, <laughs> so just tell me a little bit about what you guys talked about. Okay, um, so Anne-Marie was explaining my numbers to me from her book, what is it, Five Numbers of Destiny? She has several, and I'm going to say the name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, gonna... no, you're not, no, you're not. Yeah, I'm checking, whoops, I got my microphone way too loud. Okay, now it's much better. Okay, so... Okay, so she was explaining your numbers to you. Yeah. Um, when I went to do the book, I had a lot of problematic things I was seeing in my name numbers, and uh, there were all these 12s and 13s that kept popping up, neither of which are particularly 
pleasant uh, things to find. So, so 12 and 13s are bad numbers. And there's the puppy. Well, well 12 is sacrifice, um, which, you know, is not necessarily bad, but when you got a 13 with it, which is the death number, it's kind of like the death card in tarot. Yeah, so it's not necessarily the death of a person, but sometimes the death of a relationship. Yeah, sometimes it's something you want to die or you want to be over. Um, but unfortunately, in my case, a lot of my numbers kind of keep repeating in patterns that are not great. And when I saw that, when I was trying to, to work them out on my own and I saw that, I'm like, maybe I'm not doing this right. So um, you were kind enough and Anne-Marie was kind enough to kind of go back over with me and make sure that, yeah, I was reading them right. And yeah, they were not the best, uh, which explained a lot in my life and a lot of uh, repeating things that seemed to keep happening. Um, so basically all the numbers that she's talking about, if if you listen are a whole lot of 12s which is sacrifice and 13 which is death and then a lot of literal death in my history so in my case it's not necessarily the great the great ending part that uh it can be yes yeah, so, um, so, oh, go ahead go ahead oh no go ahead uh, so question? what she suggests she had suggested um that you do something oh hang on just a second because okay maybe this is just too loud okay i just turned my my computer down a little bit because it's like my voice sounds really loud <laughs> okay so, fine on this end. <laughs> oh good good so she what did she recommend then to you okay so the remedy for that thank god there is one is a name change sometimes it can just be a change in spelling you know the it has one N in her Anne-Marie, changes the number of her first name. So rather than Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, I am often called Beck, B-E-C. And that, you know, that's my online name. I have a couple of online names and I've been incredibly blessed in my online life. So I don't know, coincidence? I don't know. But uh, she suggested I uh, knock off the KY in my first name and just go by Beck Bird, I like which it. I like it fine. So yeah. that was uh, an easy fix. I am trying to implement that now. It's a little bit difficult because online now you can't do whatever you want with your name much anymore. No, no, you can't. Can you go? For like Facebook and things like that, were you already the Beck or can you make changes there? Mm -mm, they made me do my real name. Ah, well, can the you... Online, I was like in my, the Beck 88 has been my online handle since like 1996. And tell everybody why it's 88. Well, I, back in the day, I was a keyboard player. And singer so, too. Well, I, I'm not doing too much music. Maybe with these changes I'm trying to make, I can get back into it. Yeah, you, what you need to do is find um, 
some uh, YouTube videos. And let me put at least one as a link to the bottom because there were some good videos that you had posted a while back. Well, I actually, the, the one Christmas song I have on YouTube, you could put that if you want to. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll do that. I'll do that. And That's so fun. is it just a matter then of getting people like your neighbors to call you Beck? Do you, do you need them to call you the Beck or Beck? Well, fortunately, the Beck 88 is fine as it is. Um, the Beck, sometimes I get called the Beck, but I'm either Beck or I don't know. I'm not explaining it very well, but. I kind of like the Beck. I think your neighbors should call you the Beck and <laughs> bow and bow slightly when they come up to you. You know? Yeah, I, I have really some neighbors good. that would rather call me something else, the B, but we'll, we'll leave it there. <laughs> now, you guys talked a little bit about reincarnation. Yeah, we did. Um, she uh, and I are kind of similar in these ideas on karma. Um, I have pretty much always had a really strong interest in. Um, religion in general and i don't know why philosophy has always appealed to me even it when it's go hand in hand i think religion and philosophy yeah uh, when i was about 17 or maybe i was 16 and a half i went on a spiritual quest and i did as much research as a 16 year old can do on all of the different world religions and I, I am sort of now a universalist. I think that there is some truth in all religion, but I don't know that one religion has all the truth in it. So that, that might be controversial. But you know, everything worth religion is, so, you know, yeah. what can you do? <laughs> um, but anyway, in the course of that, I uh, have always loved Asian art and in particular art from India. And uh, you can blame the Beatles for that. Because when they came through and what, when did they go to, uh, was it 67 they went to India? Yeah, probably because it was toward the end. Um, yeah, because they, they, what, they stopped playing together in 69. So probably 67, 68, one of those years. Yeah. Yeah. And I was born in 60. So at a very young age, I became interested in India. And that led me to really being interested in the culture. And of course the culture is really caught up in, you know, the religion. And while I do not worship all of those gods, I find them pretty fascinating. And um, that brought me to reincarnation. So uh, you don't have to believe in any of that for her book to help you. Um, and I always find it uh, interesting. It's like I'm always trying to figure myself out. So things like numerology or even just, you know, you'll see the, the tests online of um, this personality test. I can't remember the name of it now. There's an actual personality test out there that, you know, uh, what is it? Um, introvert was the INFP? What is that? Oh, let me look it up. Myers Briggs? Is that it? Myers Briggs? Um, that kind of sounds right. 
Yeah. I'm just getting a lot of weird things coming up. Oh, Google, <laughs> you anyway. suck today. Oh, yeah, yeah, Myers-Briggs. Yeah. yeah, I just always had an interest in trying to figure out why I am the way I am and why other people are the way they are, you know, yeah. and um, so that led me to just a general interest in religion and philosophy on the greater scale. Um, and I don't disbelieve reincarnation. I don't know that I'm 100% on it, but I don't disbelieve it. I guess I'm like a believing agnostic. Uh if that makes any sense. I have no proof of anything, but I do believe some things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, the whole idea of karma and um, uh, the things you do in this life contributing to how things happen in the next life or mm -hmm. how things were in the previous life to this life. Mm -hmm. No, you know, I, I, I believe in karma because how you treat other people is going to be how they treat you. And it's not necessarily a karma thing, but if you walk outside and you're a giant asshole, no one's gonna, <laughs> yeah. no one's gonna smile and buy you popcorn. You know, yeah. it's um, it's just it's so. If you want to call that karma, great. I mean, you can. Um, so you know, it's just yeah, uh, karma. The concept of karma, um, you know, it can be related to reincarnation, or it can just be, as you said, you know, in your life, what you put out, you will get back. Yeah. You may not get it back immediately, but you will get it back. <laughs> well, you, you hope. And you know, there's some people that are just complete jerks and nothing seems to get them. And they, you wonder, well, maybe, maybe there will be something that'll get them in the next life. They'll come back as a stink bug, you know, <laughs> or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so, so while I tend to think since um, on the huge scale of things, everything goes in cycles you know, history repeats itself, nature goes in cycles, the seasons, it kind of makes sense to me that that might be true. Uh, but whether you believe that you come back as another person or an animal or not at all, um, I, you know, the concept of karma, it's just the golden rule. You know, yeah. do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I mean, that is pretty much the central truth of everything um, and it gets worded differently in different religions. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's a good concept for all people to follow. If you're listening, go outside and be a nice person today and people will be nice to you. you and even anyway. if they're not, it will come back to you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it seems like, um, that, that, that is just a really good, uh, way to live your life. You know, whether you believe in numerology or crystals or reincarnation or, or any of these things, um, you know, the underlining issue is just go out there and be a, a good person. Okay, welcome everybody. We have got Anne-Marie Uber back again, and she was on episode 29. I'm looking at my phone, so I make sure I say the episode correctly. It was episode 29, and she's talking about the Chaldean number system. And my friend Becky and I um, went ahead and tried it. Uh, for a month, and uh, this is our follow-up show. So, welcome, ladies. Hello. Hey. Hi. Okay. So, um, I did it for five days, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to finish two books uh, before the end of the year to get them out because my readers are writing me, "Where's the next book?" 
And my husband keeps asking me, when the hell are you going to finish the next book? So uh, I've been kind of distracted, but I know that Becky had a great time. So I'm going to let you guys take it from here. Becky had some questions and Anne-Marie was going to walk her through her questions. So go ahead. Okay. Well, since you have my questions, Anne-Marie, do you just want to tell me which one you want to start with or? Sure. Cause they kind of, um, they're kind of not really questions as much yeah. as they're into a, like, why is why are all these things happening? Um, so I did your numbers before we started and I think they're kind of interesting in respect to what you've been experiencing in your life. Mm -hmm. so, um, I just wanted to ask you first, um, how old were you when you took on your married name, your last name? 32. 32. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did your first name, Becky, which you, you got a 13, four, that's right. And then your last name, I'll just say H, uh, was a 17, eight. So you got a four and an eight, both karmic numbers there. Um, and when you add those together and that four increases the eight energy. So when you add those together, you get a 12, which is like the sacrificial number. Figures. And, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> so when, uh, if this would have been balanced with your day number, which is a two, because you're born on the 11th, then you wouldn't have felt that sacrifice number so strongly, but you've had some major sacrifices happening in your life. So that 12 is going to trigger the 13, four, which is the 13 is the death number. So, um, it can be death in a positive way because 13 can be very, very lucky. Mm -hmm. um, like something ending that you want to end, but when it's not harmonized in your numbers, it can be endings, uh, or literal death. We got cut off. I got thrown offline and, and Becky and Anne-Marie were chatting away for about 10 minutes without me and it wasn't recording. So we're going to go back and try this again here. <laughs> so, um, hopefully we don't repeat anything. So uh, I think we're picking up, you were talking about uh, 13 being unlu unlucky and sometimes lucky. Sometimes death uh, is the end of something and something you wanted to end, or sometimes it's not something you want to end. And that's about where we were. Okay. Well, um, 13 is uh, four because one plus three is four. So four is a number of karma or connected to karma. So it can be very, very lucky uh, which would be like karmic reward or it could be unlucky. Mm -hmm. um, it's unlucky when you have it doubled and you don't have your total name number and your day number in harmony. Or um, if you mix it with numbers that it doesn't get along with. So um, all of these numbers are connected to planets and astrology. So four is connected to Uranus, which does not get along with a nine, which is Mars, the planet of mm -hmm. aggression or violence in its negative sense or energy and motivation and passion in its positive sense. So it's going to bring out the negative parts of those numbers. So 13, mm -hmm. hopefully I'm not repeating myself. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just agreeing with you. And I can actually see the recording button. So I'm going to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> okay. So it is the death number. And uh, it's related to the death card in tarot, which is the 13th card. So it can be the death of something positive, something you want to die or needed to be let go of. You wanted it to end. Or it can be the negative sense where you lose something or in its extreme, an actual death. 
Yeah. So looked at Becky's numbers and it looked like she had the 13 doubled. Um, and she lost two parents, one at the age of 13. So there's that 13 again, the other at the age of 20. So the 20 reduces to a two, which is connected to her day number 11, two. Mm -hmm. so she's got like these repeating numbers, not only in her maiden name, but also her married name. So when she got married, that last name, she brought a nine into her name with that 13. So that four and nine, there we have the conflict. Um, and then you, when you add it together to get her total name number, nine plus four is 13. So that's where she got the double 13 there. Uh, lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> so she did have two terrible losses. Actually, um, the, both of those were with my maiden name, but I've had terrible losses with my married name too. Well, you, you had that 13 there um, anyway with your first name. Mm -hmm. The last name with the H, your maiden, or your, uh, yeah, your maiden name was an eight. So you have those two karmic numbers there. Mm -hmm. And those equal the 12, the sacrifice. So someone's going to get sacrificed with that death number because your 12 is a three. It's not in your day number series. Your day mm -hmm. numbers are two. So you need a one, two, four, seven. So, um, so those numbers are both going to be triggered, sacrifice and death together. Not good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my whole life, actually. Yeah. And then the death number stayed with you, doubling itself. So even though you had a four as your total name number, which was good with your birthday number, mm -hmm. um, you had that nine in there aggravating the double four so now you have two fours which bring in eight energy so now you have a nine four eight energy so all this karma going on um in a negative way now you did have a great hidden number of 23 and a great hidden number of 24 for your maiden name and your married name which were helpful oh um, tell, everybody, tell everybody again what hidden numbers are hidden number is when you add your total name all the letters in the name together to your birthday number. Um, so 23 and 24 are like success, um, things coming easily, and really helps fight that negativity that she's got here in the other numbers. But um, she is still going to feel those. So we, we went a little further. Um, she found her birth mother at age 24. So there's that number 24 again on her birthday, the 11-2. So she's... <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I've still got it. Are we still recording? Yeah. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, I'm still here. I'm I still here. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Um, so then we looked at, and we're repeating ourselves, but we looked at her name that she would have had with her birth mom, who she found at age 24. She would have been uh, Cynthia D., Mm -hmm. um, first name Cynthia is a 20 that last name's a 20 which equals a 40 she has a business name that she's that equals 40 um, the hidden number on Cynthia D is 42 which is 24 reversed it's also the same meaning um, her business name BB designs has a 2 12 and a 24 in there which equals the 11 to her birthday again so only <laughs> repeating numbers so mm -hmm. what we was as a solution that she changed her name um, and she
she said that she is sometimes called Beck, B-E-C, which is a 10, which is in harmony with her birthday and added to her B married name, gave us a, another 10, which is the number of um, good luck, but it's up to you and your intentions. If you're intending okay. harm, then that's what you get back, like a mirror type thing. So right. the plus your birthday 11 is a 21. So this is um, another positive good number. So that was kind of what we suggested doing something with the name. Um, and then we talked about uh, numbers and how not all of your answers are in Chaldean numerology. You also want to look at your astrology birth chart in detail and see what's going on with that. But the, the numerology is where you can make the changes in your karma, which is interesting. So, um, you're just sitting there saying nothing because I'm repeating. But, well, no, I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into like what you were asking then um, about karma and uh, why would you want to try to change your karma? Don't no, 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 that, that wasn't quite it. I know why you would want to change it, especially when 13 is following you around <laughs> and eight yeah. and all of these unhappy numbers, you know. Um, I guess what I would, the actual question is, if you change your karma in this life, are you just mitigating it for this life or have you made a change like permanently or do we know this? Well, you're going to still have karma from previous lifetimes and it's going to try to find you through other people that you meet, through address numbers, through all these other ways that numbers can come to you mm -hmm. but um going here forward you're not going to create any of that same karma you're going to get off of that loop so um, we had talked about past lives and uh, anybody watching if you don't believe in past lives you don't have to but um, we were looking at timelines so um how the timeline of previous lives present life future lives mm -hmm. are, seem to be linear but if you flip it vertically, because you know linear time is an illusion. So if you flip it vertically and just squish it down to one point, it's all happening at the same time. So all these lifetimes are looping and they go from lifetime to lifetime. So we meet up with the same people over and over and play out all these scenarios. And this is karma. So it's a reward payment type of thing. And um, I don't believe that source wants us to, or creator, or whoever you want to call God. I don't think that we're here to suffer. Um, I think that we do that to ourselves. Our soul makes a choice to come back in to this next life and say, well, you know, I abused children in that life. So I'm going to come into this life and be the victim this time and be abused as a child so that I can pay for that. And I don't really think that that's necessarily why we're here. I think we're here to awaken to who we really are, we're spirit. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's uh, why I don't think that you necessarily have to play out that karma, but you'll keep doing it. It's almost like on autopilot until you- Until you learn, yeah. And even just knowing about karma is waking up to a certain degree, but it's something that we're taught from childhood. You know, you do something wrong, you're in trouble, you're gonna pay. <laughs> so it's kind of ingrained in us and programmed, and I don't think mm -hmm. it's really, what's necessary, but, um, but the numbers can show you what karma you've, 
created up to this point and what you're playing out over and over again. And astrology can show you that too. And in fact, you can see where you were in a past life in your chart and what's going on in this lifetime. So it'd be fascinating. Yeah. So anyway, um, hopefully we didn't lose the listeners because we kind of <laughs> did a quick summary. But um, anything else you can think of that you were? Um, Papira, I have a question on possible name change ideas. <laughs> we can look at um, I did like the Beck, unless you didn't like your last name. No, I actually do. The only thing I really like about having been married for almost 20 years in a bad marriage is that I like the last name and I learned a lot. I wish I hadn't learned some of it, but I learned a lot. Yeah. Well, and he was one of those looping relationships. Um, and I wrote about it in one of my books, like, uh, let's say somebody's an alcoholic in a past life. And they keep going lifetime to lifetime and every lifetime they're an alcoholic because they're not waking up and learning what they're supposed to learn. Mm -hmm. So you can tell them that drinking is bad for them, that they have a history of alcoholism. You can tell them whatever you want. They will still go to that bottle like a magnet and pick it mm -hmm. up because they're still on that loop. It's almost like a programmed until they finally something hits them and they and they kind of get an outside perspective and like, what's going on here, you know? But uh, like the Matrix movie. <laughs> but um, but your name, uh, Beck, and then B, the married name. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, it's it's a good number, and it gives you a ten, another ten, and then you have your day numbers a two. Wait, one, two, three, and then your TNN's a four, so it gives you four numbers in your in your two series. So that's really good. You know, do I have to legally change it or is it just what people call me or what I sign? Well, um, if you're using Beck, uh, I would use it as much as possible. Um, but every time you use Becky or you use Rebecca, I don't know if Rebecca's your name or not. If you're it's my legal have to sign important stuff. Every it. time you use those, um, let's see what Rebecca is. Um, You'll still get the energy of those so it's going to be a mix of everything which is what my problem is right now uh moving back to my hometown and everybody calling me my by my old name and yeah r-e-b-e-c-c-a is it a 21 is that right if you use rebecca and then the b last name mm -hmm. you get 12 again yeah see Wait, did I add it right? Wait, three, nine, yeah. You get the 12 again. So these numbers are following you. So, um, yeah, I tried to write the Beck as much as possible, you know, or do something with the last name. Because even your, like, D, the D name that you would have had, yeah, that, um, doesn't even look like it's going to. So that'd be a two or six. That's going to create an eight, eight hidden number. <laughs> so um, Beck and then the B name, the last okay. name, I think is good. But, um, um, but the, 
the T-H-E in front of it doesn't work. Is that what you're, you found? The back um, in front of what? The... That's oh, just been my online handle. Huh? The Beck 88, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's been my online name for, since I got a computer, so 100,000 years. Well, it's interesting because your maiden name, it was four and eight, and then you've got mm -hmm. um, the 88 in there, and then the 40 is what it equals, so that's kind of interesting. 40 is not the greatest number, but it's still good because it's in harmony with your day number, so okay. it's, it's in your series, so it's, it's going to take on a positive more of a positive feel. That's good to know. So, and the, you know, your business name is good. Um, okay. What day did you start that business? Oh, Lord. I mean, it's not really even officially a business. I started thinking of it as a potential business. Okay. So since it equals an 11, which is a two, you want to launch it on a two series day, uh, you know, the okay. second, fourth seventh one of those days so that it's in harmony with that um mm -hmm. or do a whole chart on it just like you did your name okay so sub in that sub in the launch day and then see what your hidden number and all that is okay thank you sure so anyway, okay. i think we probably confused everybody because <laughs> um, well hopefully hopefully <laughs> it will just make them more curious yes yes yeah, so emory tell everybody uh, what book, tell them, tell them your books that they can pick up to understand uh, numerology a little bit better. Okay, um, Five Numbers of Destiny is the first book I wrote and that basically covers the whole system and how to apply it. And then I did write a book, um, The Chaldean Number System, which is a workbook if you wanna get certified as a numerologist. And it's got like steps, it's 30, 30 days of steps to learn it. But like we were saying, it is an involved system. So it's, it's simple, but it is involved. So you really have to do it over and over to learn it. So I don't know if you could learn it in, in 30 days, but you can get certainly a lot more familiar. But um, so that was the certification book. I think, Becky, did you do all 30 days? I, I got stuck when I couldn't figure out it, the nines and the all the 12s and 13s. And so now that I have my numbers straight, I will actually go through and do it. <laughs> yeah, just simplify it down to uh, the single numbers and then just memorize what conflicts with what. So that four, eight, nine all conflict. Um, and then that'll make it easier. Or like seven conflicts with eight. Mm -hmm. and so if you have, especially if you have a four or eight in there, like a trigger, and then you don't have your TNN and day number balance, then you're going to see numbers like 12 and 13 get triggered. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds harder than it is, but it's really just the same thing over and over and over, just looking for the same things. And um, I look for ages too, you know, like we said, age 13, there's that 13 again when you lost your dad, 13 is mm -hmm. the death number. So um, looking for patterns. So especially when you see number patterns like that, you're, it's usually pointing to those looping past life patterns that are going over and over again. So, Yeah. Hopefully I uh, will figure things out in this lifetime. So as not to have to keep doing this. Yep. <laughs> All those yep. 12s and 13s. It's like the neon sign of karma. 
Well, yeah, that's the goal to get it to where uh, everything is calm and you're in, and you're in a happy, a happy life. How are your puppies? How are my puppies? Yes. They have been amazingly quiet this whole time. That's what I was wondering if they were home because I haven't heard them. <laughs> They're, I, I can't believe it. My 15 year old son, furry son, is asleep. The young one is up front barking, but you can't hear him. That's nice. I know. I was kind of <laughs> expecting them to be up here. But if I shut the door on them, that just makes them louder. So <laughs> now, does it now? That's the question that thinking about the dogs, Anne Marie. So do you name your animals then looking at the numbers oh my does god that affect the dogs or does that affect you or That's because the dog's not a person is that even they are applicable? people your souls they're, they're well, souls yeah but i mean does it do, do does numerology work for animals and in our relationship to us good question i think it does um especially their sun sign and your sun sign uh, in astrology but um, like my two cats, I don't have either one of their birthdays because they were stray. So, um, so I don't have their day of birth. So, but I did give them like a positive name number. And that's another long story because my cat, uh, I, I named her Sequoia. That's another long story, but, but I spelled it. Oh yeah. I, I saw you posted something on Facebook that she picked her name out for you. Yep. Um, but I didn't spell it like the uh, Sequoia, the Cherokee Indian chief Sequoia. I spelled it like the tree, which had a better number. So I think with a pet, you, if you don't have their birthday, just name them at least a positive name number. But I will uh, look into that. Uh, both of my guys are rescues. So I have no clue. I, I know the month approximately when they were born. You know, you could pick the day, you could call their birthday the day that you adopted them. Well, actually, I celebrate Kuma's birthday on uh, July 4th. I do my dog too. That's a day we in got July. Her. And then Jackson's birthday is my birthday because I got October when I counted back. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. I had a dog and his name was Stark. And it equaled a 12 and he was born on the fifth. So I did have his birthday. So the five and the three didn't harmonize. So the 12 was going to get triggered. Mm -hmm. And so I added on another K to his name <laughs> to make it 14 at five. But um, he ended up, we ended up having to, um, well, that's another long story, but we lost him. So, mm -hmm. and so I was like, yeah, he had the wrong name, but everybody kept spelling it with the one K. So, mm -hmm. Oh. See, I have been really lucky with pets in my lifetime. Kuma will be 15 next month. And every pet I've had so far, let me knock wood somewhere, <laughs> has made it to a ripe old age. Good. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, my, uh, my, um, my Stitch, her name is Stitch. She's named, I would quilt it all the time. Mm -hmm. So my youngest named her after quilting, not after the Lilo and Stitch movie. And she's 18. She'll be officially 18 on July 4th. But we know that she's probably already 18. And, you know, she could be pushing 19. She was between one and three when we got her. And mm -hmm. she's in great shape. 
She's a great dog. I, I've seen a lot of pictures of her. <laughs> yep, happy dog. All right, well, this is all very interesting stuff. And Emery, don't you have a brand new book out too? <laughs> oh, I do, a number book. I do have a fiction book that's almost finished, but I don't want anybody to know. I don't want anybody to know the name of it. Oh, that's okay. I don't know if it's going to be fiction, but I do yep. have another book out, Number Code, and it kind of just answers some questions that people have had from the book. So um, it's just kind of more of a booklet, actually. But uh, okay, I will well, if, that. <laughs> if you're curious about numerology, I will have the links to Anne Marie's books and her website in the show notes. So you can slip on down there and take a look and find her books. And where else can people find you on the internet, Anne-Marie? A-N-M-A-R-I-E-U-B-E-R, my name.com. And best place to contact me is just through the contact page on the website. And spell it one more time slowly. A-N-M-A-R-I-E-U-B-E-R. One N. Just one N, yeah. And then dot com. (laughs) One N. (laughs) <laughs> all right thank you so much ladies thanks i enjoyed it thanks, thanks so much for, thanks for trying all that becky and thanks for having me melissa always oh, oh, good to talk to you again yay hopefully we're, we're still recording that's good yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah i didn't get kicked off again thank goodness <laughs> okay i'm gonna stop the recording thank you the beck and Anne marie and everybody for putting up with this crazy show this week. Next week, I have got a fantastic two-part conversation. The first part is next week with Mary Mayweather, and she writes Small Town Romance, and you will really enjoy that conversation. And that is next week. It's a two-parter. And uh, for anything you heard today, uh, hopefully I remember to put them in the show notes, you'll find Anne Marie's books and Becky's, uh, one of her videos, I think it was the Christmas video, and uh, you'll find those links in the show notes. And if you see behind me there, if you're watching on video, there is my uh, refrigerator right there in the background. It came just a few days ago. I absolutely love it. It is seven point something cubic feet, not square feet, as I think I said in the introduction. That would be a freaking huge uh, refrigerator. So anyway, I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go read a good book. (music) 